Let's get rocking! It's time for the Metal Groove. We're fighters for truth, justice, and the American way. A podcast dedicated to music. Party on, dude! Extreme close-up! Here's your metal host. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Tombstone Josh. These guys are 11. That clip still gives me goosebumps. But welcome to the show. Like I said, it is Monday. You know what that means. Happy Metal Monday to all of you guys out there. That was a clip I pulled from a video I shot when I went to go see Steel Mother Freaking Panther last week. Um, it was a phenomenal good time as always. But this particular show was just a little bit extra special. And I will dive into that a little bit later. But it is a new week, and there is actually a new show I will be attending. This coming Wednesday, actually, me and Review It Rob, my brother, will be going to see Slash, featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Super looking forward to that show. I'm a huge, huge Slash fan. My brother's a big fan as well. He also loves Miles Kennedy. Pretty excited for that show. It'll be my first time seeing Slash in person. And like I said, I've been a big fan of his for a really, really long time. So, man, I'm just stoked, man. Keep the shows coming, man. Looking forward to it. Um... Hey, let's start with a little bit of news. How about that? I saw Dave Grohl finally announced uh, the album he recorded as Dream Widow, the fictional band for the uh, Studio 666 movie, oh, will be releasing this uh, this week, actually, March 25th. It'll be on digital, and then a physical copy will come later this year, probably on vinyl, you know, all those good things. Uh, looking forward to that. I cannot wait to dive into that album. I really love the first song, the uh, March of the Insane. Played it on my first episode of this show. Really, really good song. That's right up my alley. As far as uh, metal goes. Uh, speaking of new albums, Skid Row guitarist Dave Snake Sabu said the uh, the upcoming LP sounds so good and so fresh. I mean, of course he would say that. I mean, why would he say, hey, we just put out a crappy album. But anyways, according to him, it sounds so good and so fresh. And the first single for the album will be out pretty soon. Uh, it'll be the band's first release with singer ZP Tharp, formerly of Dragon Force. It's going to be pretty interesting, i got to say. Of course, when people think of Skid Row, they think Sebastian Bach, and why not? He's an absolute legendary singer. But I'll give it a fair chance. You know, I'm hoping, hopefully it doesn't stink. We need more good rock and roll out there in the universe. And we know Skid Row is capable of putting out some really awesome music. So looking forward to it. Uh, you know, whenever the single drops, I'll be reviewing it, talking about it, and uh, looking forward to it. 
Last thing of news I wanted to share here, Nikki Six of Motley Crue made an appearance on American Idol this week. He joined the crew since they were filming in L.A. holding auditions on the famous Sunset Strip, you know, a place that he made famous pretty much. He was part of that big craze in the 80s of the Sunset Strip. Um, I'm sure it's also to get some attention out there for the upcoming stadium tours Motley's going to be doing. Um, I'd like to show Nikki some love and some props on Twitter, but he blocked me. Why would he block me, you ask? Maybe it was because I took Steel Panther's side uh, when he had that beef with them a few years back and picked at him. Legendary musician and songwriter, though. So, And I dig a lot of Motley Crue songs, but hey, apparently he's a little bit of a sensitive guy. But speaking of hair and metal, let's go ahead and dive into our first song here. Here's a tasty jam for your palate. Turn it up. I'll be right back.
Welcome back to the show that was Rat with Lay It Down. Whew, that opening guitar riff is so, so, so good, man. One of those iconic riffs from back in that era. But as you know already, last week I went to see Steel Panther at the Charleston Music Hall here in South Carolina. Joining me for this party actually was my son. It was his very first rock show, actually. And I thought, who better to pop his concert cherry than Steel Panther, right? Um, I had not actually seen a show at the Charleston Music Hall in a really long time, and I forgot how great of a venue it actually was. They have this pit right in front of the stage, and then behind it, they kind of had these these movie theater-style seatings that lead up for the bottom floor, and then up top, they had this really sweet balcony. It was really nice, man. I forgot how cool that place actually was. Um, my main worry for this show would be people actually showing up to come see Steel Panther. This town is not historically known as a great music town, Normally, if a band comes here, it's for the North Charleston Coliseum, which is kind of where we're seeing Slash this week. But normally, when it comes to small shows, a great just a concert venue, the music, the Charleston Music Hall, was a great fit for Steel Panther. Um, you know, it looked bleak early. We got there kind of early. Um, we stood in line. We were there really early because I wanted to get a spot right up front. It seemed like that might not have been necessary, though, because it did seem like the show might not draw that well. Um, but when the opener, Any Given Sin, took the stage, people started pouring in, and the pit area itself filled up really quick. Um, speaking of the opener, Any Given Sin, they tore through their set, and they got the crowd really pumped up. It was a pretty solid band I wasn't familiar with, but the uh, but I was presently surprised by him, I'll say that. The singer was really, really good, too. I really enjoyed him. His banter with the crowd, his uh, his ability to pump up the crowd was pretty, was pretty awesome, man. I really liked him. Um, you know, I saw him after the show actually, and he was carrying this gigantic box of pizza. I was like, Hey, that's my dude right there. So I went up to him, told him, um, Hey, I really enjoyed the show. He was a super nice guy and uh teaser teaser. He might actually be a future guest on the show. So, uh, stay tuned for that one. Now on to the main event. This was probably my sixth or seventh, I think sixth time of seeing the Panther live. And if they come close, I will absolutely go see them again and again. They put on the best show I've ever seen live. I've seen a bunch of bands live, ZZ Top, Black Crows, He Is Legend. All of these all of these rock bands put on great shows, but Steel Panther, they absolutely take the cake. The way they interact with the crowd is incredible. The way they interact with each other. I mean, it's just like watching an improv set that broke out in the middle of a, a rock concert. That's the best way I can put it. It is just so much fun. Um, for anyone not familiar with the band, they are an American rock band based out of L.A., known for their profane and hilarious lyrics, as well as their over-the-top, exaggerated gimmick of the glam metal lifestyle. So good, so good. Um, they kicked off the show with one of my personal favorites, Eyes of a Panther. Uh, the song was set, a, throughout the set was a great mixture of all their albums, with pretty much one song from each album, actually. Um, right in the middle, Satchel had one of his phenomenal guitar solos, and if you haven't seen it, you can actually see it on my YouTube. I have a, I have a good video of it whenever they came to Myrtle Beach. Um, they topped it off with their two most popular songs, Death to All But Metal and Community Property. So the set was phenomenal. I had no problems with the set. It was kind of the standard thing like I've always seen. Really, really good set as always. But this show, it just felt different to me for a few reasons actually. I had always been staged left in front of what used to be Lexi's side, the bass player. Speaking of bass players, the new guy, Ricky Thrash, was incredibly awesome. He's an absolute beast on the bass, and his stage presence was so, so good. He fit right in with the band. 
Um, they added jokes, which I was, you know, kind of looking forward to. I was like, what kind of jokes are they going to use for the new guy? And they picked at him a bunch for being the new guy, and they also picked at him for being in incredible shape. I mean, this dude looks like a wrestler straight out of the 80s, man. He he was rocking it, man. He was killing it. He's an absolute beast. I just can't. That's the only thing I can describe him as is a beast because he is, he is a big dude. Um, as much as I love Lexi, actually, he, was, he wasn't really missed. Um, sad to say I didn't really miss him. I mean, his, his presence with the band was very important, but it wasn't noticeable that he wasn't there, you know, if I could say that. Um, Satchel actually took a jokingly shot at Lexi when introducing Ricky, but it wasn't too bad. He just said, hey, if for anyone wondering where that tranny is that used to be with us, yada, 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 and then from so on from there. Um, but this time I was front and center. Um, I was a good distance between singer Michael Starr and Satchel, and from the get-go, we felt like we were a part of the show. Um, for the guitar solo for Eyes of a Panther, which was the very first song, Satchel walked straight up to my son and was pointing the guitar right at his face as he was doing the solo, just like he was playing directly towards him. And once the solo was finished, he took the guitar pick and he sat it right on his head. I was blown away. My son was blown away. Um, it was a really, really cool experience. And that was at the very beginning of the show. Um, my son was kind of awkward. He kind of didn't know how to react, but he, he started to open up um, later on. They actually referenced us quite a bit during the show. They were calling me out for bringing my son to the concert, kind of making it sound like it was a bad thing. And then they spun it around and said how awesome of a dad that made me for bringing him. And that now, since he had been to a Steel Panther show, once he goes to school, he'd be getting all the girls' phone numbers and, um, you know, just picking at him for that. Um, during another song break, Satchel pointed at him, uh, complimenting him on his uh, hair and suggested that whenever... The singer, Michael Starr, got too old that, hey, you know, my son could be the new singer of the band. My son that was thought that was pretty funny. Um, they talked to him constantly about checking out all the ladies around the arena and in the crowd and stuff. Um, they stood over us constantly, whether while it was singing, putting the mic down for us to sing, or just playing the guitar at us, pointing at us. Constant high fives and fist bumps, you know, on and on. Uh, during the middle part of the show where they bring up a girl and they kind of sing to her this kind of corny sexualized love song um the singer kept pointing at my son and he was saying like hey 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 check this out and it was just a really it was all around really really good time man it was it was the best show i had ever been to just for the reason of they were interacting with me and my son so much it just took it over the top for me and i know my son said he had a really great time too he said he didn't know what to expect but he said he had so much fun he was blown away he couldn't really take his eyes off the stage and i'm pretty sure if they come back he'll be wanting to go with me um, one of the main reasons I know that he had a good time other than him telling me is that, um, not to give any hate towards the first band cause they were really, really good. But my son was looking at his phone. He was looking around the venue. Um, he was asking to go use the bathroom, asking to go look at the merch table, you know, stuff like that. He kept asking. He was just distracted the whole time. But as soon as Steel Panther was on the stage, he was locked in. He didn't look at his phone once. I mean, he did take some videos and pictures, but he wasn't looking at it you know, and playing on it. He was just kind of soaking in the vibe of the awesomeness that was happening. Um, I had him fist pumping. I had him jumping. I even had him singing some of the songs that he already knew from me playing them. So he was right in there, man. He was singing along with the songs, fist pumping. He was doing all the good stuff, man. He had a really great time, which made it a special and incredibly great just night for me and show for me, actually. But here is the kicker. Here is the main reason why I will never forget this. And I'm so happy about this show and them coming here and my son going with me. The icing on the cake after the show, we were parked in a parking garage right behind where the bus for the band was. 
And we hung around. We were like, hey, our car's right there. It's not going to take them, what, 30 minutes to get changed and, and come out. So we were like, hey, let's hang out and see if we can say hi to anybody. First dude out was the new bass player, Ricky Thrash. Absolute cool guy. Super nice guy. He took so much time out, and he talked to um, other people that were there in that alley to get pictures and get signatures and stuff like that. Um, so he was, just a, he was just a really nice guy. There were these three girls, specifically, that I remember that had spotted him walking around downtown. And they said, hey, are you a celebrity? Are you famous? Who are you? We've seen you walking around. And he was like, no, I'm not anybody famous. He was just messing with them. And um, I, I, he, after he was talking to them, he came over to me and my son. I was like, dude, there's not a lot of yous walking around Charleston, South Carolina. You stand out a ton. You know, in the, in, in Charleston, in the Charleston area, you stand out big time. You, you look like the ultimate warrior. And he laughed. And then he hung out with us. He asked um, how we enjoyed the show. He hung out with us. He took pictures with us. He was a really, really nice guy, man. And he's, he's, he's a beast. I keep going back to that, but this dude is a beast, man. Check him out, Ricky Thrash. He's an incredibly cool guy. Check him out. He's really good. He's a really good guy. And then here comes Satchel. Well, Russ, out of his Satchel persona. Yeah, he came out, and my son was completely blown away. He could not believe that it was the, um, was the same guy. Uh, it kind of came full circle, actually, because before the show, when we were in line, Russell or Satchel and... Um, Ricky came walking by us and shook hands and, you know, said hi to all the people that was in line. Um, but my son could not believe it was the same guy because his persona on the stage and off the stage are just so completely different. Uh, but after the show, Satchel came out and he took pictures with everybody. He signed some stuff and then he spotted us. And this is kind of where, where, uh, where the night hit that all-time high for me. Um, he said, hey, you were the guys up front. And then he came right over to us and he gave us some high fives. He gave us some fist bumps. He shook our hands. And then he talked to us about music and how we enjoyed the show. And he was stoked to hear that it was my, my kid's first show, actually. And then this was the part that kind of made me, like, super happy. I'm um, kind of getting giddy just thinking about it. But um, Satchel took his arm, like, he put his arm around my son and then started talking to him about music and playing instruments and asked if he was interested. And, I mean, that's just, a, that's like a big deal. Like, like, that's him trying to inspire the next, gen, you know, the next generation of musician. I mean... My son was just blown away. He really loved the experience and how just genuine and upfront that he was talking to him about music. But he hung out with us for a couple of couple of minutes. He took some really great pictures with us. And just that experience and that moment right there solidified for me why I love this band. I love these guys and I will always go see them and I will always support them no matter what. They are my band. I love this band so much. They get so much shit for their lyrics and how they act on the stage, but that's just it. It's an act. Off the stage, they are the coolest bunch of nice guys you could ever meet. Even the singer. He, we left before he came out, but like I said, we were parked right by. Once we got to the, the second story of the parking garage we were at, we seen him come out, and he was just jovial and excited to see everybody and took time out to uh, take pictures with everybody as well. But it was a night that I'll never forget. It was a phenomenal show with a great story to go along with it. Um, Merch-wise, I picked up a pretty sweet shirt. It's this kind of uh, American tradition tattoo-style panther on it. With the name of the band, and then I got a uh, drum head of the uh, the tour to hang up uh, in my garage. But uh, this band is the perfect combination of incredible musicians, talented performers, kind of with an actor's mentality, and they just go above and beyond to make sure that you have the time of your life. There ain't no party like a Steel Panther party, and I can guarantee you that. If you see they are coming near you, you must go. I promise you will not be disappointed. And on that note, 
Let's go ahead and end the show for this week with them covering a Van Halen song. Here is Steel Panther with DOA. Hope you guys enjoyed the show this week, and we will see you guys next time. Hey, stay metal. <laughs>